you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And today we're going to be talking about self-care and self-compassion and their impact on heart health. And yes, I agree that they are kind of essentially two ways of saying the same thing, but you will find out that there's a little bit of difference or maybe not. In case you didn't know, February is heart month. I'm guessing it's because of Valentine's Day being in the middle of the month, but what it results in is a lot of interesting heart-related information, and most of what I saw this month was related to self-care and self-compassion. Let's start with a couple of definitions for self-care and compassion as it relates to heart health. First, from the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute of the U.S. National Institute of Health, they define self-care as what you do to stay healthy. It's also what you do to care for any health problems you have, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, or mental health disorders, and it's heart heart healthy living, unquote. Next is a definition of self-compassion from a newsletter article about a new study that was published in Health Psychology. Self-compassion is the practice of being understanding and forgiving to ourselves when we stumble or fail, and a way to be good to your heart. That sounds pretty good to me. The health psychology study that I mentioned interviewed 190, that's 190, middle-aged women and asked them how often they felt inadequate, whether they disappointed themselves and or whether they granted themselves caring and tenderness. The researchers identified self-compassion with practices like mindfulness, forgiveness, showing gratitude, and taking other positive actions rather than being self-critical, selfish, or consumed by negative thoughts and feelings. And I'm sure that all of us can identify with some of this some of the time. So listen up. What they found was that middle-aged women who scored higher on the self-compassion scale, in essence, practiced self-compassion more, had less plaque buildup on their carotid artery walls, which is a major risk factor for developing cardiovascular disease compared with women who did not manage their emotions in the same way. Now, plaque Buildup is a major risk factor, as I mentioned, for developing cardiovascular disease, or better known as CVD. CVD includes primarily heart attacks and strokes, but it also could include many other issues like coronary heart disease and blood clots that move to the heart and lungs. The results confirmed that practicing self-care and self-compassion is good for your heart. 
and your overall heart health. The researchers also found that these results held true irrespective of blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and insulin resistance, among other things. So the three main obstacles to self-care that were identified is a lack of confidence in one's ability to make a change. So thinking that others can do this, but I can't. That sort of thinking. Depression, defined as a serious mood disorder that affects how you feel, think, and handle daily activities. So for example, sleeping, eating, or working. Little minor details in all of our, all of our lives. The third is having more than one health concern. So that could be that you're overweight, maybe you're underweight, diabetes, muscular dystrophy, or muscular, um, MS as well, things like that. So if you're dealing with any of these kinds of issues, you should reach out to someone to help you deal with and or work with them doing that is also, doing that is also self-care and definitely a kind of self-compassion to reach out to people to help you. I know because I've been there myself and I learned, because I had to, to practice self-care and compassion for myself. So I now have the energy needed to support and help others as well, especially those I care about you would like to talk about self-care, please feel free. You can reach out to me via email at susan at healthy tips after 50. That's all spelled out except for 50, which is 50.com or message me on Facebook Messenger. It's Susan E. Rosen, R-O-S-I-N. Be sure to put self-care in the subject line so I know why you're contacting me and that I should reply quickly. Because sometimes I'm not real good about that. So that's it for today. And as usual, I will say that I am not a doctor, and this is not to be seen as medical advice. If you are having a bad problem, whether it's with your heart or heart disease or whatever, please go and see your doctor or go to the emergency room and get immediate help. That's going to be it for me, and I will talk to all of you again next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.